Boom. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the Rags to Richards podcast. What a cool name that is. Anyway, so it's been a long time coming, but we're here today mostly because of my incredible laziness. But today we have a very special guest for you. Um, actually, every week we're going to have a very special guest for you. But this one here, a good friend of mine who um, absolutely epitomizes what I would call the literal translation of the Rags to Riches story. Whether that riches means dollar or whether that riches also means other things. So we'll probably hear from him in a minute. So without further ado, are you there, Mr. Lloyd Stevens? What's up? <laughs> thanks for coming on, my friend. No, thanks. Um, we're going to actually go for a third time lucky here, brother. You think you're ready this time? <laughs> are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. So. We, one, uh, we'll, we'll call it one all. One technical difficulty and one um, one mix of words. So yeah, let's get straight into it, bro. So I want to. I mean, I know your story in particular, but for people who are listening who don't know you exactly, you want to just give people a quick introduction. Yeah. So um, obviously, my name's Lloyd Stevens. Um, I'm originally from Zimbabwe, Africa, where. You know, it's it's not South Africa where everybody assumes it, it, that that country is. It's just north of um, South Africa. Um, moved over to the UK when I was about 21 or 20, 22, where I lived there for about 15 years. Um, I did all sorts of jobs in the UK, but my main job title was a I'm a qualified marine mechanic. Um, and then eventually one day I decided to jack that in and become a personal trainer. So I'm now uh, in India and basically I specialize in training celebrities for movie roles um, and in, 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 uh, in particular uh, mainly the Indian film industry. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Okay, yeah, you're back now. Oh can my god. Me? Yeah, I can hear you. Did Let's you get any of that. Yeah, I got it all, I got it all. I can cut this bit out though that yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, saying exactly. here. Yeah. So I'll i st- I'll just go in my question again. Cool. Um so it's it was a massive jump then from doing your marine work. Um, to being a personal trainer. And then, of course, it's a big jump in itself, going from just being a personal trainer to um, transforming one of the biggest actors in the world um, and kind of being known for that in particular piece of work. Yeah, I mean, um, it's obviously a huge career change, but at the time I was doing the job, um, it wasn't... um... It it, it, it it was it didn't feel complete if that makes sense so yeah um, you know I, I the reason I fell in love with um, health and fitness you know developed a passion for it was because I underwent um, my own transformation at the time um, you know I put on a load of weight um, and it made you know when I, I did the, the transformation myself it was pretty much life-changing you know, you get, you get your confidence back, um, all sorts, you know, you, you feel more energetic. Your whole life basically changes. You're not, you're not sort of, 
Mm. I'm, I'm a bit of an introverted person as it is, but it's mm. even worse when you sort of got a little bit of a complex and, and insecurities involved with that. Um, mm. You know, but I went underwent through, I underwent that uh, transformation, and then basically it, um, it, you know, it made me think, and um, I decided that this, you know, this is what I want to do for a living, and I had no idea how. Or mm. a lot of people said to me, "You're crazy to give up your job. What you're doing now, don't do it." You know, you're not going to make as much money. You're going to end up working in a local gym, you know, earning minimum wage and so on and so forth. You know, it was a huge, huge risk for me to take at the time. You know, uh, had great perks, great pay. You know, lived in a nice house by the beach in Bournemouth, um, in the UK on the south coast. Um, but I still wasn't happy. It still wasn't mm. the job I, I was doing. So, you know. Yeah, that's basically, I, I had found something that I, I wanted to do, you know, and I was willing to take the risk at the time, so that's, that's why I did it. I think that's one thing that, uh, you know, I want to get out of this podcast is there's so many stories of people working in these so-called safe jobs with good pay and certain hours and everything's quite, you know, um, A, B, C, D or whatever you want to call it. And you're yeah. one of those people who just didn't quite feel right. Nothing was just there in your heart exactly. and you were willing to take that risk. And it just shows if you just follow, you actually just followed your intuition, really. You just followed yeah. Um, yeah. your passion. And it, and of course, it helps. And it helped you out but what was it in particular that made you go from because there's a, I'll, I'll put this picture up actually on instagram when um your podcast goes out but you, there's a really good picture of you when you i think you were back in zimbabwe maybe or maybe it might was in the uk and you were stood there and top off and you and maybe you got a beer in your hand i don't know and you're quite out of shape I think another one you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, so it's, I mean, it's a good. It, I you've put that up a few times, but I think it's really good to show people that was the, the, the this huge change in you, not only in your body. Then yeah. you got that change, uh, you know, psychologically as well in your mind. So yeah. what was it that made you go from that person on the left, let's say, to thinking, right, forget this, I'm going to make a change now? Because that right then in your life you weren't like thinking oh, I'm going to go, I'm going to train celebrities, I'm going to go to India, nothing else. No, no, not at all. And, and, you know, I'll be truthfully honest with you, when I, the, the uh, you know, I'll start from the beginning. Basically, when I, I'd seen that picture, it, it was a trip back home um, where I spent Christmas with family and friends. You know, we got back to the UK and I saw that picture and I was embarrassed, um, mm. to be honest with you. I At the time, you know, I, I thought I looked great and, you know, they, I, I probably was only comfortable because I was amongst close friends and family and I would never take my top off, you know, amongst public or, mm. or, or people that I different know because, you know, I had insecurities and, and, and complexes. But um, I was triggered by that picture. That was mm. the very trigger to say, right, you need to sort your, 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 your shit out, basically. And... Um, yeah, so you show, did you sort your sh- shit out <laughs> for a technical term? Yeah, so did you sort your shit out whilst doing your marine yeah, stuff? I mean, to, to be honest, yeah. I mean, while I was doing the job, um, I just thought at first, look, I need to lose some weight. That's mm. it, really. I wasn't, I want to get ripped. I want to look like a fitness model. I had no intentions of doing that whatsoever. 
Mm. Um, to be honest, you know, that's when I just thought, you know, I can even still remember the very day I went down to the shop and bought some protein powder. I didn't even know what I was buying. Yeah, you know, mm. just thought if I if if I just uh, you know have a few scoops of this every day, you know, then I'm gonna lose some weight. That's how naive I was at the time. Uh, you know, bought all the magazines, read through them, and of course you get so confused because there's just so much information out there. There's someone telling you keto is the way. There's someone that's telling you that paleo is the way, fasting, and and all this bollocks. Mm. There's just too much information out there. And basically, I'll come, you know, I'll, I'll address this later on, but that's kind of what inspired me to become a PT to show people that this is the way. There is not one way, there's several different ways. Of basically, you, sh- you wanted to show people that it can be done. Yeah, and very simply, too. Everyone it, can do it. Yeah, exactly. And, but, you know, it just takes a little bit of hard work and consistency. Mm. But, um, yeah, so I, I went for a very long time trying to figure out this whole fat loss thing. Um, and then that's when I eventually I got the hell in um, and I contacted uh, Chris Gethin who was working with bodybuilding.com I mean I think mm. everybody knows Chris uh, he trained Hrithik uh, Hrithik Roshan um, for I think it was Chris for people before. who aren't um, familiar um, Hrithik Roshan is because um, actually people listening not necessarily yeah followers of the uh, Indian cinema where Lloyd yeah. is a, um, a personal trainer but Ritik Roshan is a very huge um, star actor basically so yeah. go on Lloyd you, were, you yeah, contacted so Chris it's, Chris at the time wasn't doing any of that to, of, of what you've just mentioned he was working with bodybuilding.com and he did the famous 12 week video trainer hardcore trainer Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was actually Googling, um, as you do, you know, looking for answers on the internet, mm. as everybody else does. And I came across a picture where this guy had done this amazing transformation. I thought, yeah, right, I could never look like that. Forget it, you know. And, and when I look back, it wasn't even that much of a, a jaw-dropping mm. transformation compared to what we see these days. But... Um, uh, that picture was actually posted on bodybuilding.com and then that led me to bodybuilding.com and then that's what led me to find Chris Gethin's um, 12-week trainer. So I don't usually like doing things in half measures and I just thought, okay, look, 12-week trainer looks cool, but can you imagine if this guy kind of, you know, trained me himself, you know, or had right. like a personal guide because I knew all the all the ba- all the basic plans out there were all generalized. You know, mm. they're all pretty generic, cookie cookie cutter type plans. They'll work for the majority, but I wanted some. You know, I wanted to go a step further because I had been doing all these generic plans and it just wasn't working. Right. So I ended up contacting Chris, managed to get in contact with him, got a reply from him, and he said at the time that he was doing a twelve week online um, training. Mm. I signed up to and then uh, yeah it basically turned my my whole life upside down it was one of the hardest challenges I've I've been through because it was totally new to me as it is with everybody else who's never never done a a proper transformation before Um, and it just made me realize you know that uh, at the time I thought this is the way 
you know, this is what I want to do. Because I lost the weight and ended up looking a lot better than expected. Right. Um, you know, and it, it just sort of, it changed my, my life entirely. And that's what led me to, to decide, basically. And even Chris at the time was encouraging me. He said, look, you've, you've evidently got a, a huge passion for for health and fitness. And, and I, I think you'd do quite well if you become a personal trainer. At the time, I thought it was crazy. You know, I had this great job, everything. And, um, you know, when I started talking about it, you know, I was married at the time and my ex-wife was, was like, mm, are you sure, you know, this is a good idea and blah, blah, blah. But, uh, yeah, eventually I, I took the leap um, and became a qualified PT. That's crazy. So I think it's, you know, it's good to see that sometimes the catalyst behind it all is just someone... You know, as his basic sense is taking care of themselves. You know, so it yeah. wasn't it wasn't yeah. like an outside thing. It was just you looking yeah. after yourself, giving yourself some regime, yeah. some kind of change in your lifestyle for the better. And what that yeah. did was it brought a different change physically, but that changed you internally, really, and gave you new yeah. goals and put you on Absolutely. a new track. Yeah, I mean, I, what it, it it led me to learn was, you know. There's, a, there's even there's that famous um, I'm pretty sure you've seen it because um, you used to listen to his stuff Alan Watts did that Alan video. Watts yeah yeah of, you know what if money was of no object what would you do yeah you know um, you know that's kind of what it, it led me to believe was that you know find something you love doing and commit to it turn it mm-hmm. into turn it into a career because you will truly do well out of it. And I know that because I, I, if, you know, you do anything half-hearted, you're going to get half-hearted results. Yeah, this is you true. Know? And you're a personal trainer, you're a PT too. You know this for a fact that if a client's going to put in 50%, he's going to get 50% or less results. So, mm. you know, the, the, the same applies to... To um, to your career, I mean, if you if you're only half interested, yeah, you're gonna do all right. You're not gonna do that well. But if you if you go full in, I, I believe that one day you you will you will achieve great things. It may not happen immediately, but you know, if you keep persevering, people notice your passion. You know. And, yeah, that's. Um... I I think that's you know why you know my my clients like me working with them because they recognize. The, the passion involved, you know, they, they don't want to work with people that are half into it, half out, you know, or whatever, you know, and unfortunately, you've probably seen it yourself, you go into some gyms and some personal trainers are just there because, you know, um, yeah, that's what to do, and it's, it's just, it's, it's sad, really, rather find something, you know, no matter what it is, be it painting, poetry, whatever, you know, silly things if you're passionate about it you can turn it into a career naturally yeah no i i I believe that also but i think it's um i think it's good to recognize or for people to kind of uh, tell themselves you know that they've got to find something um different in themselves like someone might look at you and say okay well look i've got the same kind of body um I know just as much as Lloyd. Why am I not in this position? And what would you say to that? Like, what 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 do you feel that is the reason why you're in such position? 
Um, you know, it's. I think it's a combination of things. I mean, sometimes I I, I do think there's an element of so-called luck involved. Mm-hmm. Um, being given the opportunity to prove yourself, but then you need to prove yourself there and then. Yeah, that's the thing I I, I want to hone in on is because. Yeah, so- a lot of um, I, I think a lot, I think sometimes you are lucky and then you're 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 offered the opportunity, but it's then up to you, yeah, to take that opportunity and use it. Because I, I know a lot of people that have had the opportunities, you know, not just in personal training but in other industries too, where they could have used that and gone to greater heights. But at the end of the day, you can't force somebody, and that comes back down to being passionate or not. About yeah, what you're doing because if you are passionate. You're going to make it work. You know, simple as that. Yeah. I think it's um, just by knowing you um, and and knowing your journey, it's one thing I want people to understand is that, yes, you're passionate about what you do. Passionate people doing the same kind of thing, you know. But one thing that you've done better than the lots of people is you've been in you know lots of people are in the right place at the right time let's say and we could call that luck networking with the right people being at talking to the right people that kind of thing which we can all do but one thing that you've done is when you've had any of these opportunities you've done more than was ever expected pretty much you know so if we look back at you know you're known for your transformation of Ranvia Singh now yeah, and, that was um, pretty much over over the top, really, in terms of what was expected. You know, you you did an insanely good job, which is what people forget to realise. You know, you get these opportunities, but they don't really put in that effort and make yourself stand out. You know, and that's something that you did there, and you've done after that. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, Ranveer's transformation, um, you know, it, it it even impressed me. But obviously, you have to work as a team. Mm. On, on that one and I, I truly believe as a personal trainer you've got to get into the client's head and make them believe that they can achieve it you know once you once you accomplish that um, you become an unstoppable team you know mm. and uh, Ranveer's transformation was amazing I mean we're meant to have you know got the, the desired look within 12 weeks but we managed to smash it in six I think six to seven weeks Mm-hmm. Um, and I've just done a recent transformation with a South Indian uh, Telugu actor called Junior NTR. Mm-hmm. And he managed to lose an outstanding amount of weight. Um, you know, I think it was uh, 20 kilos in 10 weeks. My God. He managed to lose that. And um, that was, you know, um, just from, from pure hard work. But it also comes down to convincing the clients that they they can achieve these things and if you, but it starts with you first if you go in there thinking mm, maybe we can achieve this maybe we you know we'll, we'll give it a go you know that's not the kind of attitude you've got to go in there with you've got to go in there saying right this is what we're going to achieve yeah we, we, we're going to shock people you know because for these actors you know they, their physiques are going to be shown on screen for a lifetime mm-hmm. So it's hugely, hugely important for these guys to look the way they do. I mean, can you imagine taking your top off um, on screen for millions of people to look? Yeah, at? it's a big, it's know, big pressure, isn't it? It's it's a huge, huge, huge amount of pressure. So you know, again, uh, it's your job to get into the client's head to make sure 
they 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 trust you first of all and you know you've got to convince yourself that it, it can be achieved too yeah you've got to put in the work um, i think what's different now is um <clears throat> one thing that i i know you do which people need to understand also is that character and how you um just address yourself even around these type of people you know because people get jealous you know people see someone like you training Ranvi and think oh why him why this why that and thinking oh I could do the same and not everyone really can do the same even with the same knowledge now what uh, I think is good about you or something that I'd like you to try and get across is how um respectful you are of them but also of you yourself in your job do you know what i'm trying to get at yeah i think i think i know what you what you you're trying to get at um basically there's a there's a mutual respect between the two of us um mm. he knows i've got a job to do um i know i have a job to do for them um you know I I think what I've become well known um to do with my clients is that there is there's no room for error at all there's no there's no room for messing about they've got to get their cardio in they've they've got to eat the right stuff you know they've they've got to be on it all the time and if they mess up I I don't just oh, oh well you know yeah I, I have a proper go at them and 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 you're not scared to to no, you know impose yourself on them because you know and I was actually uh, discussing this with somebody the other day because the beauty about transformations bodybuilding health and fitness these these types of things you they're, they're the one thing you cannot outsource mm. you can you can outsource the best personal trainer in the world but if you're not doing what that person says you're not going to accomplish anything. Mm. So now it becomes a little bit complicated because you know it takes the client to have the willpower to do, you know, because obviously yeah, I'm I'm contracted to be with these guys a lot, but I, you know, I'm not going to be with them 24 hours a day. You know, they've got home yeah. to go, partners and family to be with. So I can't see every single thing that they're doing. But mm. it's your it's your job, my, well, it's my job. to make that client understand that they can't mess up. Yeah. So that you, because you know, and I know that this may seem extreme to a lot of people and um it may yeah, it, it may it may be a bit too far but you know, again, what it comes down to is you have to produce the results because you know, there's a shoot date so it's basically like you're you're prepping for a comp for a, a competition or a shoot or whatever it may be and you know these these film productions they they you know it's costing a lot of money so you've got to get it right there's no yeah. compromise for for error so yeah there's, there's there's a mutual respect you know and i think you know ranbir in particular he he likes me around be- because of that um particular where i am i don't let him mess around he knows that if he does he's going to be in trouble I mean that, um he knows you know and we've been working together long enough that he he knows that if 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 he messes up this there's, there's going to be a big trouble and I I won't I won't hold back um and you know Junior NTR is exactly the same um he's you know he's but he's a very determined strong-willed man um mm. puts his mind to something and he goes for it you know and then you become an unstoppable team you know 
and um, you know both of them are very very uh, dedicated um, individuals but you know they have so what do you say um, to do. yeah so they both kind of had the same job but would you say working with like these two very high profile actors um, would you say your job changes between both characters yeah i mean as as a as a pt you probably know this as well as i do is that you have to adapt to to each sort of uh, personality um you either have to become a little bit more stricter or you have to be a little bit more laid back but you know generally with these with, with these two with these two clients i i get along with them very very well um you actually become you know you become very very good friends because you you you're spending a lot of time with them you know um but we maintain that mutual respect of you know i've got a job to do and this is what you're going to do you know so yeah i i wouldn't say you know there's there's a huge adaptation between ranveer and 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 junior and tian in terms of the way i have to be because mm. both know what's expected of them and both know about how i work but what i would say there's a big difference of is working with um high profile guys like these compared to say um normal population clients if that makes mm-hmm. sense so there's a, a there's it's a totally different scenario so you're you know these these guys they work very long hours they can shoot up to 24 hours sometimes mm. so you've got to try and manage their nutrition try and manage their you know make sure that they they're getting enough rest you know checking up on on pretty much everything you've got to adapt uh the routine and and structure and 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 all those things around it not only that there's a there's an enormous huge amount of pressure from the outside because obviously when i'm training them people sort of figure out what's going on and they they assume that there's a body shot coming if I'm working with them so yeah. now with this huge amount of pressure people know that some you know something's going to be revealed in the film so there's there's outside pressures there's media pressures they've got other things that they've got to deal with you know shooting ads and and just just normal high profile you know day to day stuff that 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 sort of goes with that kind of status if that makes sense yeah so you you have to kind of develop that skill as a as a PT. I mean, you're not I'm trying to explain to people you're not just a personal trainer when you work with these high profile guys. You become you know, you end up doing all sorts of different roles. Yeah. You know, so is this something you can only kind of learn on on your job basically? Exactly. Um because so you can't really gain that something. experience prior. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like it's very different turning up to a gym and seeing a client you know for an hour and then they're gone again yeah that's yeah that's true um, so what would you say to um aspiring personal trainers who would like to work with someone on that level how to kind of maybe how could they even get that opportunity what would they have to be doing daily weekly to put themselves in this kind of position you know just keep working hard and, and believe it can happen i'm i'm a, a you know people call me crazy sometimes because I'm a huge believer in in law of attraction um if you mm. you you know and one thing I I I don't want to put out there is that everybody thinks this is a glamorous and you know awesome job and and stuff like that it it can be very challenging at times mm. um, 
you know, yeah, I live out here in India, um, but I have a job to do. So, you know, I, I don't go out socializing much at all. Um, so I don't get to see many friends or family. Um, you know, you're you're basically at... at, at, at Someone at, else's peril. Yeah, you're you're basically at, at your client's beck and call. So if he says, yeah, I, I need you here in an hour or two, you've got to drop everything and go. So mm. you can't really plan anything and... You know, you're in a different country where most people speak a different language. Um, yeah, so I think it's, that's... It's, it's just not as glamorous. I, don't get me wrong. I love the job and I'm very appreciative of the of the opportunity, but it does come with its challenges. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and I think that's a good thing for people to take on is that even if you follow your passion in whatever you do, there's going to always be oh, yeah. sacrifices yeah, yeah, that you yeah, have to make. Yeah. Exactly. They'll they'll always they'll always be ups and downs, always, constantly. Mm. Um, and as they say, even the most positive people in the world will will have negative moments. You know, so it's it, it's it's life, right? There's, there's not much else <laughs> you can. You yeah, can for for sure. I mean, but those um, downs in particular, I think, are what people um, they they get apprehensive about they think about things before they happen you you need these things and you know it's it's not always been smooth sailing for me in this Mm. career there's been some some downs for sure where you know and the only reason people don't know it is because you never air these things on social media you never talk about them you sort of Mm. yourself on social media you're only going to show what's going good Right. Yeah, that's true. It's basically a highlight reel, but there, there certainly is some, some ups and downs. But one thing I will say is that those failures have, some of the failures I've been through have also been some of the best sort of teachers I've, I've also had too. Is there know? any in particular that you can think of the top of your head that you could share that, you know, uh, where it's been really hard for you that you've, um, you know, got yourself together and you've kept going? Yeah, I mean, there, there, there was a, a brief period where for a very long time, um, I, you know, um, I think this was when, after I had uh, Trainer and Bear for his first movie, in... Um, 2013? Yeah. 14? Oh, I can't remember now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, so yeah, as you say, you've um, you've had all your ups and downs, and you've learned from your failures, and they've got you to where you are, have they? Yeah, I mean, I I, I don't really see them as failures in particular because mm. they just made me wiser, and you know, it's it's like that that Will Smith video that ended up going viral with everyone, where he said, you know, seek out failure because that is the only way you're going to learn how not to do things or how to do them better because yeah. it's not in particular a, a failure it's just a recourse so you know it's just readjusting the way you want to do something or thinking about it a different way but you're still going to end up with the same goal you know because yeah. you may you know it's like a training training program you know what it's like you write it out on paper you go to the gym and it's rubbish you know, it looked yeah. good on paper, but when you got there, it didn't work out. And that applies to life too. You may have yeah. you may have plans, and you may have your whole year set out ahead of you. But 
life changes as we all know and um you know you, you've got to keep constantly making readjustments and yeah um yeah but as, as long as you're sort of going towards your your main goal then you know if, if anything you're just learning so do you do just keeping that in mind um you obviously always got, got an end goal in mind or just kind of always following the same kind of intuition do you um keep your own knowledge up is that something you do like monthly every year do you keep learning yourself not only on your on on the job as you do which yeah. is kind of forced learning but do you do extracurricular learning we could call it yeah i mean um as you know nowadays there there are some hugely influential people um on social media um that i i follow and, and believe it or not you can learn a bunch of stuff off of just by what they what they're posting and that'll yeah. influence you it not i'm not saying just rely on that alone but they'll post something and then you may question it mm. you'll actually look into it further and go oh okay they they're actually spot on with that or if it sounds doubtful to you and you go and look it up and it's 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 rubbish you know <laughs> you can you, you can use that too but i mean yeah i mean i i i try and read i i i struggle sometimes um you know just i i say finding the time i know that sounds ironic but uh mm. you, you know um there's there's all sorts of 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 sources that we can go to there's precision nutrition you got um uh mcdonald you've got um you know i i like the the hypertrophy coach you got uh bpack there's 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 all sorts you know in so you have all your different people that you yeah, kind of my, keep all updated my, all my and like... but i mean my advice to any pt that's confused about what information they should be looking into is that keep things simple hmm don't go out of your way to learn stuff that's not going to be relevant towards your client. You yeah. Know? Unless unless you you really really want to look into that particular, you know, if you develop a serious passion for nutrition and want to look into the whole bioscience of it all, cool, go ahead, you know. But one thing is for sure is that the majority, 99% of your clients are probably not going to be interested in the break to complete breakdown of the, of the micronutrients made up of protein and etc and so on and so forth. Yeah. Uh, my my advice would be to keep things very simple and as long as you're getting results with your client you know think things are good. That is true actually. So I think it's one um one um good thing about what you do and and lots of other let's say successful people is they kind of keep to what they are good at if that makes sense they um they do learn other things and they do learn outside the box but they're very good at applying the the real basics of what does work you know in every day especially with these type of clients you know yeah yeah exactly um you know i i think it's definitely important to 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 keep up that knowledge um because you do forget things everybody's human at the end of the day and i i i will openly admit that you know even at school i wasn't a, I wasn't very highly academic um and but what i will do is if if i don't know something or the client asks me a question be honest with them don't make up some bullshit you know yeah. be honest with them tell them 
I don't know the answer to that, but let me do some research. Yeah, honestly, is the best part. Client's going to be more, you know, he's, he's going to appreciate that one and, and respect you a lot more, basically, for, for being honest, you know. And uh, as long as you know where to find the right information, I mean, these days, the information is literally seconds away on your phone, yeah. your laptop, whatever it may be. But the trick is obviously finding it at the right source, knowing whether it's credible or not. That's the difference. This is true. This is true. Yeah. So. But, you know, the basics always work. If you can do the basics well, then you're not going to go wrong. I think that's true. I mean, let's try and end it on that. That um, not only do the basics work for, let's say, you and your clients and everything, but looking at your story from where you've come up till now, and obviously you still... Um, it's not like you're at an end point now of what we would call success. You're still uh, evolving and everything, but the basics are what have made you go from the start to here right now. You know, the basics of finding a passion, working damn hard at it, you know, not letting up, believing in yourself and all that. Would you yeah. say that? Sorry? Would you say that's right? Is that something you would... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's, 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 finding a, it's finding your passion... And, and 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 keeping keeping it simple don't try and 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 force it or rush it you know find the passion do it well and i can guarantee you someone will recognize that and then in, in the end you know in turn someone will pay you a good fee for it eventually and the trick is not to give up you know most people there's 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 a lot of those motivational pictures going around where the guy's digging and he's so close and he gives up you know it's it's the same thing yeah keep keep going don't stop and if it's your if it's your passion there shouldn't be there shouldn't really be a time where you're going to stop anyway because it's exactly, you, exactly there's love for the process i think um it's uh what's his called gary vaynerchuk likes to say it a lot probably a hundred times a day but he just likes to say you know um you should love the process and i think that's a a pattern that we see in lots of successful people is what they're doing is what they love and they're not doing it up to a point to get paid a certain amount they're just doing the yeah. they're loving the process of helping people of following that in particular yeah. Yeah. niche or whatever and that yeah. often brings about success in their own right whether that success is money or whether that success is helping more people we it's, it, it's not always the same but i think in your case um maybe it came out of nowhere you know your success but originally it's just because you were found that passion and and you, and you followed it exactly yeah yeah um you know a lot of it like you said in the beginning too i i didn't i didn't plan any of this i just yeah. sit there and go one day oh i'm gonna i'm gonna train some celebrities out in india one day if you if you had told me this when i wanted to become a personal trainer i would have just laughed yeah that's true as far as i was concerned i was going to be living in the uk and yeah i mean i was going to try to do my best but um i i i truly do believe when people recognize your passion and your persistence people are drawn by that aren't they exactly and and also be open-minded you know yeah. there's, not, there's not just one way there's many many different ways of doing things yeah don't be stubborn about that too you know so, um, well, yeah. I think that's, um, I mean, that's an incredible story and hopefully people take a lot away from that. Not just about, you know, the fitness journey, but just the general oversight of 
how you've gone from <laughs> what we you just named Zimbabwe, yeah, this type of job to such a huge degree of change in your life to yeah, changing I mean, your body, your outset, and then up to where you are now and still evolving. Yeah, it's really it is inspiring to see such change and how it's changed your persona as a person, you know, and happiness and all of that stuff bring comes in. Yeah, I mean, even even going to the UK from from Zim, that was you know even because that. I mean, that was a, a life-changing process as it was. Um, I mean, I'd never been to the UK before. I landed in the UK with a backpack and 50 pounds to my name. My God. Um, my my parents paid for my flight and I, I, I had to pay them back mm. for the flight. Um, as soon as I landed, you know, it was, uh, you know, I, I went and stayed with some friends thinking that, oh, this, you know, in Zimbabwe, you can rock up and you can stay with your friends as long as you like. Uh-huh. But these guys are rocked up to their house and they were like, oh, it's, it's 50 pounds a week to stay here with us. Right. So I was like, oh, that's, that's all my money gone. I've got nothing. <laughs> I've literally got nothing, you know. Uh-huh. So literally uh, overnight um, first morning woke up I think it was like 5 or 6 in the morning and I just went through I was in a little town called East Grinstead in West Sussex uh, and I flipped through all the yellow pages at the back of the, of the phone book and I looked up every single um, a construction company uh, um, numbers I, I could find and I called them all up and before I knew it I, I had laboring job offers coming out my ears you know there was all sorts it was just it just ended up becoming a case of because a lot of people at that time were shocked that i was calling in just to look for a laboring job Mm. you know because old man yeah exactly so i mean a lot of people you know they usually have to go out of their way to outsource that especially in small towns outside of london Mm. so yeah i literally had a job within you know um within two days of um of of landing in the uk but i mean that was making you know knocking up cement carrying bricks scaffolding the lot and i i i ended up doing that for a good year or two just to get my you know to get my feet on the ground and and get set up before i could actually then pursue my my main career which was well this is the rags to riches story man you should have said this at the start This is what the people want to hear. Like you literally went from fifty only fifty pounds in your hand, not being able to afford rent, landing in a new country, and you did what lots of people are not really willing to do is like get yourself right, ring all of these numbers, get yourself a hard labor job, work that for a year just to get yourself in a position of, yeah. of a strength. And then you've gone on from there. But I think that's maybe that year is really what makes people yeah, you know I mean, that's changed it's, it's weird I, I think rich because it was it was such a long time ago now i mean you're talking uh, 15 odd years right so um the thing you know it went just recently when i went back to the uk to renew my visa i mean because i also did a, a you know a few years working on the on the railway as a laborer and mm-hmm. you know sitting on the train going up to london you know i think i even posted something about it on instagram about how much memories are brought back just being on the train because I went past an area that I worked on for several months on, yeah. on the train tracks, you know, um, shoveling stone and doing all sorts. Mm. And um, I just want to sort of pinch myself now um, to sort of to, to where I'm sitting now. And yeah. you know, things can change 
very quickly for you know and i mean in, in, a, in a positive way if you put your head down and and, and just do the work you know so you, you just lots of people are not willing to do that though i think that's what i'm glad you spoke about this because people are not humble enough um to you know they'll say oh i don't have enough money to do this course i don't have enough money to do this um qualification or something because they want to be a pt but you didn't have that money to live let's say honestly it comes down it doesn't come down to and i'm a firm believer in this it doesn't come down to qualifications or anything like that okay sure certain high-flying vp jobs or whatever it may be may be the case but even so i i'm a firm believer it comes down to your attitude yeah Uh, that's it is it's your attitude if you've got an attitude where it's laid back and you can't be can't be bothered, you don't want to do it, you're not going to get anywhere. And you'll probably bitch and complain and life's not fair and blah, blah, blah and whatnot. The people that are working, you never hear about. They're just yeah. quiet and they're just doing their own thing. You know, but it's because they've got that attitude that they, they, they can accomplish something. And yeah, you're going to go through ups and downs. Everybody does. That's life. You know, but it's that attitude, I think, you know, the way I was raised back home, it's, it's just how pretty much a lot of us are. It's like that in South Africa too. We, there's this phrase that everybody uses, well, we make a plan. Mm-hmm. You know, something's bust, we don't throw it away, we try and fix it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're stuck somewhere and you need to get to A to B, you'll figure it out somehow. It becomes yeah. a game. It almost becomes a game where it's right, let's try and figure this out. You know, it's... I think it's that sort of attitude you've got to apply to everything in life. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Um, attitude does make a big change, but I think people nowadays feel entitled, so to speak. Um, and I said qualifications earlier because, you know, let's just say someone wants to become a personal trainer like you and climb that ladder. Lots of people may have excuses. Oh, I can't do that. I don't have time. I don't have the money. Because to become a personal trainer, you generally have to at least get your basic qualifications. And in your position, um, you didn't have the money to do that. You weren't anywhere close to doing that. But you had the audacity and the um, the right attitude, per se, to yeah. put yourself yeah. in that position, to, to you know, just to yeah. even make that first step, which was still a long way. So yeah. I think that's... Um, it's, it's like I said, it's, you know, everybody goes through, everybody's going through something. I, I've been through times where, you know, some pretty desperate times in the UK myself where I've been in a serious amount of debt, which, as you know, coming from the UK, it's really easy to do, you know, mm-hmm. um, take out loans, give you credit cards and stuff like that. And before you know it, you've got a giant hole of debt. You know, I got to a point one time in my life, I was, I had to do all my shopping and use all the transport using a credit card because I literally had nothing in my bank account. Right. You know, but one thing I kept telling myself, and this actually, you know, I, I, I stole, stole this, this quote slash thought from, from Dwayne Johnson uh-huh. is when he said he had five, $5 in his pocket and he knew one day he, 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 he wouldn't, it wouldn't be in that position anymore Mm. you know and that's one thing you've got to keep telling yourself when things are tough you know this is temporary so you know what is it trying to teach me and just know that it's it's gonna take you somewhere else even one day you will look back and laugh at that position you know yeah 
but it's just about trying to keep positive. I mean, it's easy to say, keep positive. You know, we all have those friends. Ah, keep your chin up, you know, positive. It's not that easy. And I don't, I, I also really hate the saying of, oh, it could be worse. No, your situation is relative to you. Yeah. You know, just because someone else's situation's worse off doesn't make mine any better. Yeah. So everybody's situation is relative to themselves. There's billionaires with their own problems. There's homeless people with their own problems. You and I, we've got our own problems. You just don't talk about them. Right? Yeah. It's just it's 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 all relative. But anyways, we're going off on a bit of a tangent there. But uh, no, this is the this is good information. But I think you have described a good um a very good mindset to have and 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 realize that it's it is tough for everyone even the billionaires out there and even people with no money we all face problems and that's something to bear in mind when you are going on a journey of following your passion it's still going to be difficult you know yeah absolutely i mean um every day is a learning day and we're going to make mistakes it's it's you just have to accept those mistakes and and learn from them you know yeah that is true so I think we'll end it there uh, Lloyd I think that was um, a great episode and I'm absolutely damn sure people are going to take a lot away well, I hope so um, thanks I for coming on too much. <laughs> um, so yeah we'll end it there thanks so much Lloyd and uh, I'll catch up with you soon okay Rich chat to you All soon right, see you man easy. cheers